Um, yeah, my arm hurt like a fucking bastard for 24 hours afterwards, though. Oh, but then Shah Char- didn't feel a thing. Can you guys hear Maybe. the washing machine in the background? Who's got a washing machine in the background? Can you hear no. the washing machine in my background? No? Okay, that's right. No. It does sound like I'm going to see it just dancing out of the kitchen soon. Though. <laughs> And welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. If you're joining us on the YouTube stream, hello to you. Wave, everyone, just wave. Wave, that's what they're here for. Hello, thank you for joining us tonight. If you're listening to us later on on the audio, that's cool too. Wherever you're listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, whatever podcast you're using, thanks very much for listening. We really appreciate it. There's no passive aggressiveness this week. No passive aggressiveness about the fact that we actually have a stream on YouTube that you could have watched instead, because that would just be passive aggressive. Anyway, this episode we're going to be covering... It's impossible that anyone else could have anything better to do at nine o'clock in the evening with their lives. Well, exactly. Uh, So, you know, what's going on there? We are going to be taking a look at the news today. Dan's favourite format. Now... Oh, um, I'm going to interject here. My favourite format, I'd like to point out, it has been suggested by Russ the last three times that we do the news. That's true, been, actually. It's not a suggestion. It's a. It's been a couple of weeks since we've done the news. Surely Dan is pining to chat about all the goings on. It's he loves true. the going on. Can't get enough of them. Positively vibrating to get the news out there. <laughs> news. Oh, God, I want some news out there. Uh, okay, so that's what we're going to be doing. Obviously, we are the classic three, so we're not in the fuck bunker. Only one of us is in the fuck bunker at the moment, and that's Russ, because, of course, the fuck bunker was at his house. So fair yeah. dues to Russ being in the fuck bunker. I mean, there's been nobody else in this bunker for over a year. It really is not the fuck bunker anymore. It's I think it's, it's gone back to being the wank shed. Yeah. The wank shed ass. Kind of miss the fuck bunker. Me too. I miss when we were, like, in each other's armpits. Oh, it was it was great. I broke so many chairs, and I'm sorry, Russ. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, we're the classic threesome. Obviously, we're not in the fuck bunker. Hello, Russ. Greetings. Had Hello, just Dan. Taken an opportunity time to so, sip of water. <clears throat> I had had this fun intro planned where I was going to talk about how I've been listening to the Captain Sensible rap song, What, it's called. And the, the line, he said, Captain, I said, What? And Because I, I had this whole thing about, like, I was going to rib Duncan because I put on Twitter, he said captain, and then Duncan didn't reply, I said what, which I was kind of hoping he would. So I'm putting it out there to anyone listening live, the first person to reply to that tweet saying, I said what, I'll give him a shout out. I don't know, that's all I got. Um, And also, I'm going to have to go turn the washing machine off because it's going to beep every 30 seconds, I think, throughout the entire pod if I don't go do that right now. Fair do. Just, just see. Consider those beeps as being like a little reminder to mm. like be like better. Can you hear it? Oh yeah, there we go. There I we go. That. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to go deal with that in a second. And thanks for that, Dan. And I am Tom. So when Dan's back, we're going to start having a look at the news because yep. Dan has it all on his laptop. So we'll just. Yeah, uh, I mean, the the main reason that I suggest news all the time is that there's very little prep to do for the rest of us. Exactly. So I but I'm just. There's also very little prep to do for Dan. 
that's true. It's just opening a load of windows, isn't it? He's got it all bookmarks. Right, yeah, there we go. And now Dan's back, I can stop doing the dance. I was just entertaining everyone with a bit of a performance art kind of thing. Good. I liked it. Uh, yeah, popping and locking. Yeah. Right, Dan, over to you. Go on. Let's oh, get your favourite pod. Let's get your favourite pod out of the way. First, <laughs> the first way. part of the news, Dan, your hair is looking even more majestic than normal. It's um, been tied up all day, so it just demands to be freed at the end of the day. You it's shampoo? so big. Like most people, um, when they wear those over-ear headphones, it's like the headphones are hmm. on their head, but yours are just sort of in your hair. I had to use the headphones to push back my hair. Like an Argentinian footballer. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's exciting. Do you want to see something also exciting? Yeah. Oh. 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 My hair is actually growing back. <laughs> Have yeah. you been like rubbing some sort of secret ointment into it? I have been rubbing no secret ointments, no bulges or anything like that has been on my cranium. Um, literally, I just haven't. I've, all I did was I just left a bit in the middle, shaved away the sides, and I've just been letting the other bit. It's all kind of. I don't know, it's coming back. I just. I don't know what it is. It's like you've, you've got. A fixed amount of hair so if you shave some of it off it will come back in other places cut your hair you hippie yeah so basically trim the pubes and keep them short and yeah. they just re-exert themselves up here so yeah. it's going to be it's going to be a wiry mess how fucking but... long were your pubes <laughs> yeah. what he's actually doing is trim the pubes put a stick on the head, and then on the head yeah. roll around on the bathroom floor there, there we go it's very simple actually it's a really simple baldness anti-baldness technique try it try it at home let, let us know post your Post your comments and photos to yeah. We want to see the pictures. Yeah, and let's just call it hashtag pube hair or pube head or something. Yeah, regains in it. Someone said. Paul said. Hi, Paul. That's all regain is. Sponsored by. They just mix together the pritstick and the pubes, which they get in bulk anyway. Yeah. Also, hi to Jack and Dan, who've both said hi as well. Hi, Jack and Dan. Yeah. What's up? Dan reminds me of of that Care Bear that was part lion. Would would that still make him a bear? I'm guessing so. But part lion, his name was Braveheart Lion. I can live with that. Except I fucking hate the fucking lions. Man. That's the only problem because they're in the same division as the bears. I mean, I sh- Braveheart Lion sounds like a very EDL Twitter handle. It's <laughs> yeah, it does a bit, doesn't it? It sounds like someone who hasn't slept in years. <laughs> so yeah, well, I'll go with it. Braveheart Lion it is cool. Right, let's kick News. this motherfucker off. Now's- okay then. Um. Do we care about the Friends reunion? Yes. No. And what what no. has struck me about this is the amazing <laughs> yeah. amount by which other people seem to care about it and are calling it like uh, uh, like a, a renewal of it when clearly it's just going to be them sitting around chatting about making friends. Yeah. Like it's not it's not an episode of Friends, is it? But some some people find it very difficult to make friends, Russ. Yeah. But I can imagine them all sitting around going, do you remember when we made like $5 million a week for putting very little effort into our lives? That was great, wasn't it? Yeah. If you've ever seen an episode with David Schwimmer, you realise just how true that is, of how yeah. little effort he put in to be Ross. Like, he, he is Ross. Like, yeah. I mean, that that's David Schwimmer. It's not... I mean, yeah. right? Correct me if I'm wrong, at TMTOH. Comments below. <laughs> um, fairly certain Braveheart Lion ran for South Oxy Council. Yeah. <laughs> there we go, yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, some, friends, that's a standout after some odd videos emerged. Thanks, thanks, Jamie. Hey, Jamie, as well. So, uh, hey, Jamie. So, friends reunion. What, what, what's going on? Then? It's happening. So they they've released a trailer. Um, and I'm oh, going to be on a fucking trailer for what? They are sitting around having a chat. Yeah, that's all. It, not I, in character as themselves. So is it not in character? I haven't watched the trailer. No. To be honest, I was going to try not, and wing There's it, no scripts, and they're not in character. So it's literally the actors who played the friends having a talk. That's it. Just having a chat. That doesn't By sound way, very good. Who changed my name to Cockwomble? Oh, it turns out that the meeting host can change everybody's name. Oh, thanks, uh, Russ. Th- thanks, Russ, for keeping me Daniel. I was, I was more just doing that to verify that it would actually work. <laughs> oh, cool. Ah, okay. I'm just going to change it to something you know slightly less offensive. Go for it. Feel um, free. You're going to watch the Friends reunion, though, right? Who me? Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm probably. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to go out. Yeah. I wouldn't object to watching it, but I'm not going to go out of my way to to see it. Surely it's just going to be five people looking at Jennifer Aniston, going. How, how, why? Why do you still look the same? Like the same person? Yeah, probably. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's for me because I didn't watch the last season of Friends even. So. Did you really not? No, I don't. I don't really like Friends very much. Yeah, it's one of those things that if it's on, I'll watch it and I'll chuckle a couple of times, and I don't have a problem it, with like, it. It is. It is good. Yeah, like, but it's also probably like two-thirds of the episodes are good. Yeah, there exactly. are some very lazy ones in there. And it got worse as it went on. It did, yeah. So, it, Which has got a bit ridiculous. It's meant to be this sort of like semi-realistic portrayal of like young 20-somethings trying to live in Manhattan, struggling for money. By the end of it, they're all insanely powerful dream jobs living in these colossal apartments and houses. Yeah. They all end up being like ridiculously successful, don't they? Apart from Phoebe. Yeah, but she's married to Mike, so she's found a true love, which I true. think is what all of us are looking for. Oh. And actually have found, right? I mean, all of us, we're, we're married and yeah. or in long-term Paul Rudd's not going to be there, though, and that's caused some uproar. I know, but he's not, not, who's not going to be there? He's not part of the core, the core no. group. Paul Rudd's not going to be there. However... He's, he's clearly got better things to do, hasn't he? However, apparently, according to Adam... Hi, Adam. Hi, um, Fucking Corden's going to be there, isn't he? James Corden. James Corden? Yeah. Oh, he wasn't in Friends. Why? No, but he's fucking everywhere, isn't he? Is he, is he like hosting? Rid of him? Hmm? I don't know. Is... Oh, do you know what? I'm filled with genuine disappointment that James David Gordon Beckham's is... going to be there as well, apparently, according to Jack. Oh, yeah. He's so it's going to be them chatting about it and a bunch of famous people going, oh, yeah. I, I, watch, I Friends watch Friends because I'm a person. Yeah, he but is if hosting it's David it. Beckham, it's, it's, it's just going to be like... fucking hosting it. I used to... I went, when, when I was banging the maid, I, I, was, I put friends on. Yeah, yeah. just I'm at the end of a busy day playing for Real Madrid. Uh, One of my favourite ever stories was um, when I worked somewhere else. Um, I um, it used to be like a lot of piss taking, right? And like th- there were no limits. Some of the jokes I'm not going to repeat some of the jokes, but some of them were 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 evil jokes at each other's expenses. And I once, in front of one of these guys, took the piss out of David Beckham. He just turned around, don't fucking do that. I went, what? He goes, don't do that. He can't help his voice. Leave him alone. <laughs> like, he's a fucking millionaire, superstar, model-esque footballer. He probably doesn't give a shit about, about me doing a shit impression of his voice. This guy was yeah. genuinely 
genuinely upset that I took the piss out of David Beckham's voice. No, you're you're allowed to take the piss out of David Beckham's voice because yeah. I mean, like you say, look at him. He's yeah, exactly. making the rest of us look bad twenty four seven. Yeah, exactly. Do you, know, do you know what's really frustrating is that at the at the National League final the year before last, uh, I was there down on the down on the pitch side, and I was within like a spitting distance of David Beckham. He is he is so much smaller mm. than you think he's going to be, but he's not a short man. But he is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, he is he is just beautiful. Yeah. It's like impeccable. His hair is perfect. His complexion is perfect. Yeah. His stubble is perfect. And he's just he's, getting better and better looking as well. His yeah, clothes he's growing are into amazing. It, isn't he? Like much he's like just... Paul Rudd. Yeah. Well, Paul Rudd is also getting better say... looking age. They're just—I don't know what it is about these. Well, to be honest, it's hair dye, nutritionists. You know, yeah, I don't know what it is about these millionaires with loads of free time and access to the world's best nutritionists, dietitians, fitness trainers, my, plastic my, surgeons. My friend Jack has just said that I get upset when he insults Walter Payton. It's a bit different, and I'm not going to go into why. That's all. It's not necessarily insulting Walter Payton. It's yeah other things now i'm annoyed Fair enough. i'm not actually that annoyed now he's angry i would yeah, be annoyed yeah. so uh what's next on the uh the merry-go-round when, when is that news? thing happening by the way oh all right let's just talk about 20 this 2021 2022 so, so sometime within the next three years I, I, russ i closed the window <laughs> yeah and there's um, no possible way of getting that back nope not really um so in 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 uh happier news we're getting a new Batman animated series from Bruce Timm, J.J. Abrams, and Matt Reeves. Okay. So, okay. Um, put together, I'd imagine, by uh, written by J.J. Abrams and Matt Reeves and drawn by Bruce Timm. That sounds pretty fucking good, actually. Like... So what will it be about? <laughs> uh, it's called Batman. Batman the Caped Crusader, apparently. It looks like it's gone for like the classic like debut Batman with like the big fucking ears. and looks pretty cool. So what characters will be in it? Batman's going to be in it. Okay. Fresh take. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you say it's animated, what do you mean? It's drawn. Lots and lots of drawings mm. shown to you very quickly to make it look like they're moving. Yeah. Like cartoon or or like CG animation? It's going to be basically um, a stop motion with clay. And essentially everyone's going to look like Morph. I mean, I would fucking watch that. That would be great. I'd watch Morph as Batman, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Batmorph. Batmorph, there you go. God, it writes itself. Um, I don't know. All I know is Bruce Timm makes Batman look absolutely beautiful. Um, and J.J. Abrams, in between fucking up the Star Wars, you know, I mean, admittedly, there's an opportunity to move over from Star Trek to Star Wars to Batman and fuck up three things I love. But um, it's, I'm sure it'll be fine. I didn't actually hate his Star Trek films. Thinking about it, yeah, that this and, and that Dan kind of brings up a, an interesting point, but he, he he didn't mean to. But uh, he says Abraham's Batman would be an unsolvable mystery that blue balls is for about seven seasons and fails to deliver a satisfying conclusion. It does at least mean we might get more of the detective Batman in this. Like people. People know that that's what J.J. Abrams does now. Don't yeah, they? and he keeps You'd getting think jobs. But like, at some point, someone's going right. J.J., you can do these things, but then after the first series, we're going to lock you in a room until you tell us 
what the answers to all these things you've set up are. Because like, you can just run around going, oh, and what if there's like a light on a pole? What does that mean? I don't know. You can't, you can't just do that. Um, it's flat, uh, Paul Edge suggests that there might be far too much lens flare as well and unstable camera movement. The best thing about this is he's Bruce Tim's drawing this shit. So Bruce Tim has enough especially amongst DC enough kind of leverage I think to be able to say you fucking stay away from this side of things I'll do this mm-hmm. it's fine I got this don't worry yeah, I, make, yeah. I make Batman cartoons look beautiful um, and then Jack suggests that JJ Abrams might be the head coach of the Chicago Bears next just to really fuck with me but yeah Batman's jockstrap so <laughs> it's been suggested <laughs> you're having fun with names as well um, yeah yes. so and uh, the also, it's got the director of The Batman, so I don't know whether it's going to tie into it, maybe. What's The Batman about? The new Batman film. Ah, oh, okay. And who's in that? We're Kai really doing one. this, Tom. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it does tie in with the next news story, so let's go with that. Ooh. Oh, mouse! Uh, the Batman is a movie directed by Matt Reeves, coming out next year, starring Robert Pattinson, who of... Twilight and Harry Twilight. Potter thing. Harry Potter, yeah. Yep. Um, as Batman, uh, Colin Farrell as the Penguin, and uh, Paul Dano as the Riddler. And we've had some pictures of him. And it looks Ooh. interesting. He looks different. He's essentially got like what looks like um, it's meant to be a bit like uh, the Zodiac. The serial killer. Of his own I mean, the Riddler is one of the more ridiculous-looking villains out there. Yeah. So what they've done is they they've tied him in with a real-life serial killer. Um, and I don't hate it. You're just looking it up now, Russ. This. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. One, yeah. 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 That guy. Oh. That fella. He's just wearing a coat, really, isn't he? Yeah, but that's he's also got like a face. like a right. like a gimpy right. mask on, and yeah. um, and also I, glasses. Gimp mask and glasses combo is not one that I've seen before. No, but like once again, it's, it's, it is quite similar to to the Zodiac. Zodiac is one of few serial killers that had an outfit, essentially, allegedly. No one actually saw him. Yeah, I was going to say I thought that was still thought that was still an unsolved case. I mean, yeah, it's unsolved in the sense that the police fucked it up. Like it's uh... they they had him and then they kind of just let him go. But um, yeah. Um, it's. I think. I think he looks quite cool. It, it looks good, yeah, mm. and it looks not ridiculous, yeah, as opposed to Jim Carrey in his skin tight green suit. Well, uh, what happened still, there? Was... I still like Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Oh, that, that that Batman film is an excellent film. No, it's yeah. not. It oh, is. it Batman is. No, it's not. It's Batman Forever is fucking brilliant. Batman no. Forever is the Batman film the Dark Knight wishes it was. Dark Wish film the Dark Knight Rises wishes it was. That bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, enough, enough of that, Matt. We did our Nolan rankings recently, and I took great joy in ranking uh, Dark Knight Rises number 10, and if I could, I'd have ranked it number 20. Um, so uh, Rick and Morty spin-off, The Vindicators, announced by Adult Swim. So we're getting <laughs> awesome. a, a spin-off of The Vindicators. Awesome. Yep. Um, didn't Noob Noob, did they end up killing, didn't he end up killing them all? Some sort Rick of prequel. Did. So. Yeah, Rick did. Spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Adam says that there's not a question mark in sight with the Riddler. Yeah, I mean, it, it's true. 
it, that would be silly, wouldn't it? No. I, I, you see, there's part of me that's like, you go one or two directions. You go with like creepy serial killer, Riddler, or go as silly as you fucking want to with him. Maybe we'll get both. I still think maybe a couple of question marks wouldn't hurt. You know, just on the soles of his shoes, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Vindicators uh, spin-off series coming. I quite like the idea of that. Yeah, I think it is Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland again. I do like the idea that Rick gets so drunk that he basically creates an entire saw labyrinth <laughs> <laughs> like just to kill all these people off and yeah. the only person he expects to survive is Noob Noob. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone including Morty is, you know, is already dead in his drunk mind. It's just that <laughs> Last ride. Oh, God, Noob Noob, you were the only one that laughed at my jokes. So when you got me, man, you got me. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Yeah, I, I, I'll watch that with some popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'll watch it with you and the popcorn. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Um, Dungeons and Dragons confirms 2020 was its top selling year ever. I mean, it's hardly a surprise, is it? No, but... Apparently, sales were up. Experienced a 33% year-over-year growth in sales. That's crazy. Went up a third. Nuts. Um, sales were buoyed by the how release... many companies experienced their best-ever sales year during COVID that will now have a minus year, if you know what I mean? Mm. Like year-on-year year yeah. deficit, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, quite a lot of like, things like, um, like hobby stuff was all impossible to get hold of anything to do with like knitting or needle craft or sort of crafty stuff was all sold out for a long time wasn't it airfix kits were pretty FX hard kits, to come yeah. by for, for a while I games workshops had a, a stellar year even though nobody can actually get together to play yeah who the fuck's like i refuse to be, people are playing with their girlfriends wives Husbands. I, mean, I suppose it's possible that there are one or two people who <laughs> play Warhammer with their wife. But I don't think that is the main demographic. I, but I think a lot of people buy and paint the miniatures and don't actually play with them all that much. On the They're very cool. On the fifth of March, I bought the new Necromunda big box with all the scenery, the really expensive one. Thinking, I can't wait to play this with other people. And then, yeah. pandemic, innit? So it's still sitting in a box. Games Workshop was up 44%. Wow. And they weren't wow. doing bad anyway. Yeah. That's according to Paul Edge on, on the uh, the stream. But yeah. 44%. Plus there's all the other shit that they do. So like all the, all the books <clears throat> and things that you can get. I'm pretty certain that me buying that one extra Necromunda box set pushed them up a fair amount. Yeah, I mean, a whole percentage point, probably. Yeah. For every every one person who builds a complete army, that's another £14 million to their (laughs) bottom line, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. Exactly. But yeah, uh, so apparently sales, not just Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, but also sales of Monster Manual, DM's Guide, all went up as well. So, Did you get yourself anything like that? Hmm? Did you get yourself anything like that? What, Dungeons & Dragons related? Well, no, I mean, like... I was about to say, I pumped a small like fucking fortune into, into Wizards of the Coast. Like, it's... <laughs> but, yeah. Fair <laughs> uh, This is quite good. They had a player base of more than 50 million players, 40% of players identifying as female. You awesome. can check out the fact sheets released by Wizards of the Coast. That's, I mean, I wonder yeah. how they actually measure that stuff. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. Yeah, it just... Like, there's definitely been... 
it's been in the pop culture conversation a lot yeah. more than normal. Yeah. Uh, the majority of players were 20 to 24, apparently. Um, ah, so not us then. <laughs> no. No, we, we're in the, we're in the fourteen percent bracket, and twenty twenty four is twenty four percent. So, but yeah, Russ, mate, you've got a proper sniff on, haven't you? I have. I do apologise. I'm gonna start hitting the mute button. No, that's not right. No, that's what we, were saying. we were just, you know, I'm just pointing out, mate. Fucking sound awful, awful, fucking awful. Children, man, oh, sweet petri dishes. Um, true, the true annual that, D&D live event and I'll stop talking about D&D eventually uh, that's fine, which about it. M- moved and also, to- no you won't Dan you won't see, won't we if you ever stop, that's when I know that I need to stage some kind of rescue mission you know, because I'll know that's it something's happened to him um, now I need to go and get him apparently in March- and I'll swing in like the milk tray man through your front window and cradle your head in my lap. So all of this is going to be played out theatre of the mind style, so it'll actually just be him narrating this to himself and you won't be aware of it. And that, kids, is how I save Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, I mean, that's throwing me off. Let's move on to the next news story. <laughs> just, Mouse! A new documentary. This is a fun one. New documentary. A new what? Documentary. That's not what a I said the first. Documentary. An unknown and compelling force to explore the Dyatlov Pass incident. Ah. The what? What? Dyatlov Pass incident. No idea. Okay, so uh, the Dyatlov Pass incident. Uh, which took place in the Ural Mountains in 1959 after a group of hikers failed to report back. Search parties led by their peers and the Soviet government uncovered the grisly remains, which were found a mile from the shredded tents. It appears as though the hikers fled into the freezing temperatures without their winter clothes or boots, adding to the mystery many of the bodies had suffered inexplicable injuries and some even showed traces of radiation. The case was closed by investigators at the time who declared the hikers died from an unknown compelling force. Getting a documentary on that. Apparently they've they've kind of solved it, so really? I don't think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be like you know how they solved the um what's the hotel in LA that that people kept dying at and like Richard Ramirez used and stuff like that. It's apparently they've solved like all the issues there. So I about think this is gonna be a bit like that. So What was it like some kind of I don't know, I mean it's bad luck, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean a lot of these stories it turns out they're just coincidence, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I mean, there's that, something. That, I'm, it, I'm going all like true crimey because I'm wearing my last podcast T-shirt today. So yeah, you're, you're, this this sounds right up your conspiracy. Oh, I'm theory. going to what? I'm not a conspiracy theorist, theorist dude. No, like I didn't say you were a conspiracy yeah. theorist. You enjoy stuff about conspiracy theorists. Oh, I enjoy reading them. They're all yeah. bullshit, but I do enjoy reading them. But so they were they were a bunch of students, weren't they? They were a yeah. bunch of students out for like effectively kind of like a pre. They're like a, just a good a good time. Like yeah. their their good time was quite wholesome. Trekking into the mountains and, and where, know, having, where was this? Like Russia, somewhere? Russia, yeah, in in Russia, yeah. And they bears, they bedded, wolves, just hypothermia. They bedded down for the night, like they had for the previous three or four nights. Yeah, and then they there yeah, something happened, didn't it? And they, of course, that that's the point that's so weird is that. It, doesn't look it looks like they actually cut their way out of their tents mm. to get out yeah so that them. that was one of them it looks like the 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 cuts were from the inside of the tent rather than mm. the outside of the tent 
and they left all their boots or their mm. snow clothes everything hypothermia it does do that to people though it it, you lose your mind and you also you, you believe that you're burning up so most most hypothermia victims in the wild are found naked with all their clothes left behind them does hypothermia give you uh, traces of radiation though russ did you think about that it depends what you're what else you're doing and can jet fuel bend steel russ can it <sighs> oh, oh um yeah. so <laughs> Yes. Uh, yes, it can. Yeah, that's the they, they've proven that so many times. Would like to say that we that we are merely repeating conspiracy theories that are already in the public domain. We are not starting anything, nor are we implying anything by repeating them in this set form. Adam okay. says he never realised I was nerdy enough to play D and D. Then I realised, listen to you chaps, and I've come straight from a four hour session to watch this feat. <laughs> <laughs> you go, Adam. That's the way to go. So I never, I never Jack played Dungeons and Dragons. Way, hmm? I never played Dungeons and Dragons before this uh before the pandemic and dan was trying to get me to do it for ages and actually it eventually came to the point where it was just like this sounds like a, a nice fun way to spend more time yeah. with russ and dan i'm gonna ask jack to close his ears because he's, he's sort of fine again the pandemic you kind of go it turns out i literally don't have anything better to do with my life right <laughs> yeah. do this. i'm gonna ask jack to close his ears because he he's he complained earlier that, that i do this in every episode but um yeah it's just dungeon dragons it turns out i was right yeah tom yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? I think it was brilliant is that out of all the recommendations you've made, yeah. this is the one that is that is right. Yeah. Yeah, and was and stuck. Probably probably nothing else that I could be right about. Do you want to know something though? What? Tell just me, before, please. Just before you get all smarty pants. Tell me, it. Tom, do it to me. I have watched the first episode of The Expanse. I'm so proud <laughs> of you. <laughs> what do you think? Uh it's it's not for yeah, me. It's yeah, it's not my cup of tea. Yeah, it's really, it's 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 good. I mean, yeah. it's only the first episode, so I'm, I I know I I know there's there's got to be. It, it feels like a bit of a slow burn. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, wait, don't make any decisions until they're on the Rossinate. Yeah, mm. it's a slow burn till it isn't basically, and then. <laughs> but it's good. Just... I, I was I was really impressed with it. Actually, I've got to say, I really liked. Um, yeah, I really I really liked it. I'm so proud so... of you. I'm giving you a virtual hug, Tom. It's amazing how quickly you forgive me for the endless refusing to do what you want me to do. I'm just so relieved. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was good. I mean, there was there yeah. was you know less. There was less that I liked that I thought I would like, but what I liked was that was so prevalent that it more than makes up for it. If you know what I mean? Some of the characters in that first episode feel very. <laughs> this is going to sound ridiculous. Underdeveloped. yeah that's fair the first couple of episodes are quite slow it does it does but then when it picks up pace it it just doesn't stop it's it's i didn't i didn't realize there'd be quite so much nudity in it though i was just a bit like that that actually dials down it really does yeah i was very surprised it was a bit like it was a bit ridiculous i think it it was the game of thrones factor yeah yeah i think I did. I, I, it's funny enough. It was one of, the, one of the first times in my life when nudity to me seems unnecessary. I was mm. just a bit like, this doesn't. I don't feel like this is really relevant. It was a tough wank, was it? <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, I, when I got there, I yeah. got there, but you know, it was just a lot of tugging and sweating. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of you, Tom, and and I'll give you. I mean, what you forgetting there eventually? Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Congratulations! Keep keep it keep keep it up, and you know you'll earn a gold star. Or I don't know how does this work. Whatever. Um, Paul says uh, there's a microchip in my vaccine. 
He says he's watching it directly to his brain. Is that a thing, Russ? Did you get that? What, the the microchip? Yeah. I mean, I can only assume so. The actual mm. injection only takes a minute, but then they make you sit there for 15 minutes. What's that all about? Well, it's, They're it's, observing you. Yeah, they're probably making who's, sure... Who's that they? Them. They. And what are they... What, like, micro darts are they shooting at you? You can't tell. You don't know. No. It's true. You don't know. You don't know. Um, I, here's... here's... <clears throat> typical news story from me that i've read the headline and not read the story yet so let's see what happens here uh nintendo and xbox negotiations revealed an apple versus epic games lawsuit i kind of want to bring this up because this apple versus epic games lawsuit is just throwing out dirty laundry like left right and center like is there's loads of things like xbox's reviews of playstation games and stuff they thought last of us 2 was quite good and stuff like that it's like well yeah sure cool it's, and, but they what said they do? That, were they negotiating or were they just having a chat? I think I, I don't know. But like, I love um, that. so played uh, played Last of Us two. Yeah, the yeah. shooting mechanics. They didn't oh, like the shooting cool, mechanics eh? very much, apparently. Yeah, I said. yeah. Um, thinking of making something like it. I've not really been following all this stuff because it is very tedious. It, I'm loving it. Um, Epic Epic Games versus Apple lawsuit may have given the strongest hit yet. A possibility of Xbox Game Pass or X Cloud coming to Switch. Uh, Axios uh, Stephen Totilo uh, shared documents from the lawsuit that have been heavily redacted by Nintendo as they reflect competitively sensitive information about negotiations between Nintendo and Microsoft. The executives' deposition discussed Microsoft plans to bring X Cloud to iOS, uh, as well as the overall console business as a whole. There is no way of knowing exactly what was said, but it would be interesting to know what the negotiations the two companies were involved in. Like, you get X Cloud on Switch, and then yeah that would be pretty cool yeah the only problem is the internet on the switch is shite that's fucking terrible isn't it? yeah yeah so you you'd need to <laughs> presumably they wouldn't be do- like they must have tested it if, if it wasn't doable they wouldn't have got this far no well, maybe that's um one of the problems maybe i mean i feel a bit bad actually because i haven't really touched my switch in a while uh, um I, I will say I, I promise i'll stop recommending things tom but uh give hades a go it's really good Hades, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of, I have to admit, I mean, we can probably, we must be able to talk about this later, but Mass Effect Legendary Edition, I mean. Is that you've been playing, we'll, is it? Let, let, yeah, let's talk about that later yeah. on. Okay. Yeah. That's what you. I've been playing. Yeah. Um, Harley Quinn Smith drops a couple of uh, Clerks references, references. Well, she asks if she if they want to go back to hers and watch Clerks, basically, a couple of times in TV series Cruel Summer because she's obviously kevin smith's daughter and he says it's one of the proudest things that he's 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 witnessed was her him her talking about his films but also he says her biggest dream would be to make a courtney love biopic oh motherfucker man kevin smith so thin now yeah it's crazy right so thin he's done he did like nearly die didn't he he did yeah he had a heart attack yeah Yeah. he had a heart attack that is known as the widow maker apparently so yeah and apparently, like he told, he told that story, didn't he, on um, the Colbert show about the fact that the joint he'd smoked mm. before he went on stage is probably what saved his life because it just kept him so mm. calm during everything that was happening that he was actually able to kind of almost will himself, <laughs> like, to not die. It's pretty, pretty cool story, man. It's pretty cool. When Jack- he tells it as well, he's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Jack says apparently they've they've patched the internet to make it better on Switch. Haven't had any problems the last few months playing Monster Hunter, and that is like a very online intensive game. Mm. Interesting. 
Very interesting. Yeah, I managed to uh, tie that in with the fact that I really needed to itch my beard, so that worked out well. Um, I, I don't know if any, I don't know if it's obvious to anyone who's watching, but I, I bought a, a a heated beard straightener. I mean, it's looking glorious. You bought that? I thought um, you were given it. <laughs> no, I, I bought it. How much did you spend on that, it. Tom? Uh, it's literally like little tiny yeah. straightening like irons a, for your it's beard. Like a, it's like a small kind of like. I mean, it's, I don't know what I'm trying to do to. It's basically like two two of my vape sticks stacked on top of each okay. other like that, right? Like that, and it basically has just normal kind of bristles around the outside, and then in the middle is like a hair straightener heater, but it doesn't heat up as hot as a hair straightener, so you can actually brush through your face. And what it what you do is just hold it, like you just do it really slowly, and it just straightens the beard out, and it just. I mean, it's so much nicer. Like, it doesn't. It doesn't feel tangled. It doesn't feel knotted. It's just straight, beautiful. Even the moustache, man, it's so nice. It's then so easy to sort of style and and wax down. It is a revelation. <laughs> it is a revelation, my friend. That does sound amazing. I mean, you, I mean, you guys regularly get your beards to you know substantial lengths for hmm. twenty nine ninety nine. A cool little beard, heated beard straightener, fucking brilliant really really good i might i might try it next time i go full yeti i might might give that a try you can use it on you can use it on your hair as well it does it's just a gentle please straighten your, your hair Russ. please you look amazing because i please. imagine when it's straight <laughs> yeah. it wouldn't like it wouldn't fall like that it would literally go out no, like a lampshade goes oh, Russ, straight out do you remember when we used to straighten our hair yeah man the early 2000s were a heady time weren't they <laughs> literally the fuck no was i thinking, thinking. yeah like, oh, yeah, bad pictures. Um, straightened hair, velvet jackets. I love the velvet jackets. Down at the Islington Academy. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, they were good nights. Good nights, decent days and decent nights. In fact, indeed, <laughs> same seven songs on the playlist every single fucking night. <laughs> yep, but having a whale of a time, and they'd repeat themselves as well. So, like, it was clearly just like a playlist. So, like, I remember we got there early once, and we were there late. And like it was the same songs from like the earliest one because I think they were expecting people not to be there the whole time. At Starfield Rumours, obviously, that's what's next. <laughs> on, obviously. Guys. Yeah. Um, new Starfield Rumour is sure to divide fans. It says comicbook.com. The rumour is that it's not coming to X, uh, to uh, PlayStation, basically. Uh, it looks so like... Is the Bioware? No, the uh, Bethesda. Bethesda. Yeah. One of those bees that makes RPGs. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Um, that's their it's their spacey thing, isn't it? Yeah, but looks things, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, that that is so a children's um storybook. What? The bee that made RPGs. <laughs> this is burnt. But the surely, bee. But bee's got bee an idea surely for, an for a bitch, doesn't it? So Yeah. Yeah. But it's gotta all be it's gotta all be rhyming, isn't it? Yeah. Bert the bee made an RPG. It was about yep. me. Maybe I shouldn't write it. But crunch time, overtaxed the rest of his workers and half of them died and then the product was shipped in an unusable state and they had to issue a humbling apology and a massive day one patch. <laughs> now, 20 years later, the RPG is still afloat, as if on the sea. Uh, I have it on... A... I, I told you last week, didn't I? I have it on good authority that Fallout 76 is actually fun now. But it's irrelevant because nobody... Who in their eye is going to go... 
I'm going to go and get Fallout 76. <laughs> it's free, yeah. I think, isn't it? Oh, it's free on Game Pass. Yeah. on Game Pass, so yeah. Do you know what I'm in the mood for? Yeah. Some Fallout 76, you know? Yeah. That is the no, fastest... I know, Jeff, sorry, but what? apparently it's not terrible now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fastest I've seen a game go down in price, by the way. Yeah. Like crazy. £50, two days later. £20. <laughs> Please buy this game. So, like, you know everything that makes Fallout great? We're going to do all the other stuff. <laughs> Do you know what? Um, do you know what else I want to talk about just very briefly at some point is Resident Evil Village. Yep. Oh, Tom, you're amazing. New Resident Evil Four remake details possibly leaked. Um, remake or re-release? Um, Except it would be re-re-re-re-re-re-release. Yeah. I mean, a remake would yeah. be highly welcome. I mean, yeah. they tested, so they've done two they've and tested three, the they? mechanics. They've yeah. tested the mechanics now in Resident <sighs> Evil Village. Yeah. Russ, man, if 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 they did, they can't just keep selling me the same three games. The rest of maybe they can. They can. It's fine. I'm not good at new just games. Go with it. Do you oh. know, one of the reasons I'm loving Mass Effect so much is that I'm good at it and I can remember what to do. I don't know yeah. how all the buttons work. Jack, Jack brought up an interesting point. Brink went down really quickly in price. Yeah, that is Brink, a very Brink good point. Did. I remember that distinctly. Just going back, like I blinked and it went down in price. Uh, it was when. Um, where i work when we did um used games like pre-owned games and we must have had half a shelf of it was brink <laughs> that game did not do well it did not do well um yeah resi 4 the what the, the thing is the thing about yeah resi 4 yeah. so i'm i'm excited about because obviously resident evil village they they've tested the new mm. mechanics because they of course do the whole moving stuff in the way barricading yourself in a building mm. you know kind of like you know trying to defend yourself from a horde of the lichens and stuff coming at you and it's great fun it's really very good i have to admit though there was significantly less of that kind of gameplay that i thought there was going to be Mm. but whenever it kind of came around i did find it some of the most exhilarating fun i had with the game i don't know how far you guys have got in it but the um oh i'm not playing it because i'm too scared it's not that scary it's really not. I, I, well, the doll's house. Um, okay, so you said doll's house. Therefore, it is too scary. The doll's house section, and especially what happens in the basement, and I'm not going to spoil it, is, I mean, and zero punctuation actually, literally, in, the, is to, in today's video, called it out as well. It is one of the single most terrifying experiences I've ever had with a video game. I mean, terrifying. <laughs> I didn't know what to do at points. I was so traumatized by what was going on that I was, I just didn't know what to do. Sold. Yeah, I did not know what to do. But once I got past it, sadly, that was that is the peak of the game, and then it sort of comes back down to where it was. But but it's still good. It's still a really good game. I would say it's a really good. I would series. say that. Yeah, they they could just do Resi Four using the the new RE engine, and it would look fucking excellent because because they they've kind of. There is a lot of Resi Four and Resi Eight, mm. um, so I'm quite excited. Apparently, the codename is Chainsaw. That's public public knowledge at this point. Nice. Um, uh, with the sackcloth, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember I mean, the, the first thing, time we did that, Russ. The thing is, um, in Zero Punctuation, in his review, he actually he actually made a very good point where he said, you know, it's all the good stuff from it's the stuff that made Resi Four good and mm. the stuff that made Resi Seven good, yeah. and actually. That makes for a, a bit of a hit and miss experience, but it is still incredibly good. Like it's still good. I, yeah. I really liked it. I've, I've played it all the way through to the end now. It's fucking phenomenal. 
yeah really good game Definitely. work of art some of the some of the some of the oh, God, body horror beautiful. enemies it's just superb yeah. and i mean it's a, it's such a shame that lady uh, dimitrescu is is such a um so, uh, so, uh, a relatively small part but being pursued through a massive castle by her Mm-hmm. is especially the way she has to bend through do- crouch through doors and is like nine foot six compared to your diminutive sort of almost six foot i mean it is pulse pounding at points fucking brilliant um, we've got some new games coming to game pass what, what? imagine Ooh. that here we go and they are what we have snow runner Coming to cloud console and PC. That is meant to be really good. It is meant to be really good. You just said now in a gremlin. It's one of those driving games where you spend your entire time trying to do a three-point turn in a muddy ravine. Yeah, and then get told you didn't do it well enough. You're 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 one of the. You're like an ice ice road trucker basically. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. It looks quite cool. Peggle two coming to. uh, Fucking love Peggle two. Peggle. Plants vs Zombies. Battle for Neighbourville. They're coming to Cloud, apparently. Secret uh, Neighbour coming to PC. The Catch, Carp and Course Fishing coming to Cloud Console and PC. The Wild at Heart coming to Console and PC. Uh, Day One release with Game Pass. Whimsical story centred around two children escape a fantastical land filled with magical creatures to befriend and an oddball order of guardians who've lost their way. Did you say from a fantastical land? Yes. It really sounded like you said two children that escaped from a testicle land. Yeah. I suppose they kind of well, do. Sounds, so, it's a, so it's not a PG then. <laughs> um, uh, Knockout City coming to console and PC. Mm-hmm. Man Eater, which is awesome. So oh, was that fun. that You're a Shark game? Yeah. Coming to cloud console and PC. Uh, Conan Exiles. I was just now the gremlin. No, that's the uh, the MMO, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Um, Fusion Frenzy coming to cloud. Gremlin. Fusion Frenzy is like a massive game from the original Xbox. Um, now the gremlin. <laughs> Joyride Turbo coming to cloud. This one I'm quite excited about. Mech Warrior Mer- Mech Warrior Five Mercenaries coming to console, which is nice. It's currently yeah. on PCs. So yeah. Slime Rancher coming to PC. That's a lot of fun. A Salasta Crown of the Magister. Uh, come to PC as well. Right, cool. Okay. And Spellforce awesome. 3, Soul Harvest, coming to PC. Oh, okay, yeah, some good stuff, oh, actually. Then. Obviously, Tom. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, so it looks fun. Uh, Paul says, uh, have to ask Tom, as a fellow Zero Punctuation fan, have you read or audiobooked any of Yahtzee's work? Uh, if you're referring to stuff like uh, Jam and, and mm. all that sort of stuff, no, I haven't actually. I've, I've, I've never, ever even, even deigned to, to look at it. But if you recommend them, hmm. I think they're good. He's got quite a few novels. He has now, yeah. He has. We'll Save the Universe for Cash, I think, is one of the Something newer like ones, that, yeah. isn't it? Mog World was the first one, I think. But no, I haven't read any of them. If they're great, let me know why in the hmm. comments below. And Dan says, being chased by Lady Dimitrescu has a Death by Snusu vibe to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, someone, someone I saw in a review referred to her, to her as bodacious, and there are moments where it's a bit like she comes through the door and you're like, hello, and then out come the claws, and it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to run away in the opposite directions <laughs> and hide in a bookshelf and cry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the worst bit is when it's her and her three daughters pursuing you. That is, 
I mean, there are moments you walk into a room and it's just like sheer eye gouging yeah, right. terror. Just I'm like, not, <laughs> I'm not into the incest stuff. You're right, Tom. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, Saints Row the Third remastered coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X. Oh, for God's sake, make some new fucking games. I've got some news for you. GTA V coming to I mean, Xbox this is, Series This is ridiculous. It's having its second next gen remaster. Yeah. That is that is ridiculous. Yeah. Bonkers. Absolutely. When did that game come out? 2013, was it? 2013. Yeah. However. Yeah. If there is a single player expansion, I'm going to fucking buy it. <laughs> I'm gonna buy it, yeah. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. I have to admit, I did like the uh the GTA four single player expansions. Like, it was it Lost and Damned and the Ballad of Gay Tony. They're both really yeah. good fun. Really, they really excellent. Good. There was another one, wasn't there? Was there? No, there wasn't. So no. the Lost and the Damned and Lost and the Damned, Ballad of Gay Tony. Ballad of Gay Tony and Was there one more? I don't think like there was. was. No, I don't think there was. There are a few they bikes, were both excellent. Um, apparently there's going to be loads of GTA 3 content coming to GTA Online as well. Come on, what? GTA 3 content coming to GTA Online. It's like, well. was it the 20th, 20 years? Since yeah, 20 GTA years since GTA 3, yeah. And we're up and to GTA 5 in that 20 series. years. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so we're getting another version of GTA 5 that everyone's going to buy. That, that is ridiculous. I'm not buying that. You I'm are. I'm not fucking buying that unless there is a single player. A proper single player expansion. Yeah, you'll buy it. Probably. Like, do you not think Rockstar are just a little bit embarrassed about how much money they've made out of that game? <laughs> They're embarrassed, but probably don't give a shit. Like, they've made like, a ton of money from that, yeah. It's like Valve. Like, you know, people are constantly railing at Valve that they haven't made a proper Half-Life 3. And they're too busy sitting on top of their big yeah. pile of dragon gold to give a shit. They're too busy you know, like... literally shoveling the money that is coming out of the Valve, out of the Steam hose pipe of profit. That yeah. we just lit. We don't have anywhere to put it. Yeah, like just, we've got like, shipping containers out the back, just stuffed with money that we haven't got round to yet. It's like the director of Goodwill Hunting Two Hunting Season, like in Jay's Hunt Box Right Back, <laughs> just literally counting his money. Like I'm busy, Ben. Busy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul says they're great. Part of the audiobooks. Oh, lovely. So the A- Apple sauce, bitch. <laughs> I don't uh, like the sound of them apples, Will. What are we going to do? After oh, sorry, um, so the raving success of the Snyder Cut, Zack Snyder has teased an unreleased Sucker Punch director's cut. Oh, Stop. Hell. Sucker Punch is the most Zack Snyder movie already. It's a long music video. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, God. Just. Um, this next section is another slow motion shot of a girl in a short skirt shot from about knee level. He says Warner Brothers turned down uh, 303 as well. Because 303 is the stupidest sounding film in the world ever. I know. Or I'm pretty sure. That, isn't, that a, isn't that a Peugeot? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a small one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Nakatomi Palaza, Palaza, Nakatomi Palaza is <laughs> coming. <laughs> is coming to Call of Duty Warzone, and all I can think is that's another twenty gig update. Yay! That's basically all of my hard drive filled. I mean, I gotta say that's not the worst it's idea a great I've ever heard idea. in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Do you ever play that Die Hard FPS back in the day? I did. I yeah, I owned that. Quite good. It was all right. I mean, for what it was, it's like um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the YouTube channel Civi uh, Eleven. Don't think so. He does. He basically does retro games, ninety shooters, and stuff like that. And one of his things is he reviewed. He did a, a, a let's play of Terminator Resistance, which is like the latest Terminator game that came out. IGN slammed it, but he was playing it. He was like, "This is this is an okay game. Like this is you know." He said that more mid shell publishers and game designers should be given should be given like you know encouragement to keep doing this kind of stuff because otherwise like love beloved franchises are always going to be kind of left behind so he was he, so i would say like that is a is what i would, I would call an absolute archetype of a um archetype a fantastic example of a mid-range developer making a mid-range game that pretty much captured the atmosphere of the movie and it was really good fun to play there we go. Ooh. Thus endeth my soliloquy on mid-shot games. Uh, the initial reviews for Fast and Furious 9 are coming out. <sighs> Greatest um, piece of work to grace humanity. Yeah. Hollywood reporter John DeForce says uh, their best these uh, later Save the World fast flicks allowed viewers to thrill at the stunts even as they guffawed at their absurdity. But in F9's would-be showstopper, the thrills are almost AWOL or the feats are simply too idiotic to embrace even guiltily. I'm going to embrace them guiltily, probably, I'd imagine, though, if I'm honest. Uh, David Elric from IndieWire says, no matter what is that... No, what matters is that F9 continues to make the saga feel bigger while bringing it home. The world of F and F has never felt more out of control than it does here, but for the first time in a long time, it feels like it's drifting in the right direction. Uh, no. They almost sort of defy criticism, those films. Yeah. Because they are so stupid, but so enjoyable. Is this the first one that's not going to have a car in it? Do we think? Like, not a, a single boat. fucking car. Just a boat. Just boats, planes, tanks. Just Vin Diesel hovering a foot above the ground. Just, yeah. yeah. Just levitation. Yep, levitation. Magic in general. Yeah. Yep. Potentially, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> I'd watch it. I'd watch that shit. Um, uh, Jack says his best film is absolutely the Owl film for uh, Zach, for uh, Zack Snyder. Um, and he also says or the, the Owls idea... of Gilhooly or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, that's meant to be quite good. The, the new zombie one he's done looks all right. The Army of the Dead on uh, Netflix. It looks ridiculous, but... Because like he, he did the Day of the Dead remake, didn't Dawn he? of the Dead remake, yeah. Dawn of the Dead. It's really good. Which was, yeah, I mean, it was hardly groundbreaking. Yeah. But it was good. What do you want to do? Make the zombies fast? All right, cool. Let's do that. I like it. Yeah. And this new one has a zombified Siegfried and Roy tiger in it. (laughs) I mean, what's not to like? It just sounds like it's um, a Dead Rising film, a game come to life. I know they did an actual TV series, didn't they? Yeah. It's it's in Vegas, isn't it? Yeah. Wasn't there a Dead Rising game in Vegas? I think it's second uh, one was. Uh, Dead Rising 2. Hmm. Yeah, that was, I don't that know if it was, was actually yeah, named it was, it, was a stunt, it was a stunt biker, wasn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. That was good, man. I enjoyed that. I, I, I like the Dead Rising games. I think they're silly. Yeah, but the first one the is... The second one was the best one, definitely. Impossible to play. Uh, the second one, you're in a casino, and it's got yeah. real Vegas vibes. I can't remember if they actually... I think it's like a made-up 
name. It's not Los it's actually Vegas. Vegans. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Um, Jack also says the idea of Vin Diesel fighting a self-driving car is genius. Watch oh, I'd it. like that. Yeah. I, I would like like it just ends up where like, well, it's Toretto, it's all like self-driving pods now. Nobody really owns a car. You just summon a pod whenever you need one. So uh Where's where where's my garage worth of, of like muscle cars gone? We've yeah, traded yeah. them in for electric. You're not allowed to drive those anymore. Yeah. They're not compatible with the maglev system. You'd yeah. never get anywhere. It, it it was the um congestion charge was killing us. If I'm honest, uh, Vin. Yeah. Dominic, sorry. Dominic, yeah, yeah. not Vin. Yeah. Is, uh, it, is, the, is some of it set in uh, Edinburgh this time? <laughs> probably. They probably fly over Edinburgh, and by fly, I don't mean in a plane. Yeah, yeah. it's the levitation yeah. again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jumped. It's just jumped to Edinburgh at one point. Has to land in Edinburgh before he jumps to Paris, basically, or something. Yeah. Um, Dan says James Gunn wrote the script for Dawn of the Dead remake. That's also true. Yes. right um mass effect receives its first patch uh first post-launch update is live patch notes revealed here we go general fix the main issue where i think i downloaded this yesterday our self-driving car it was a john cena joke damn it missed that because you can't see i'll shut up um so oh, you a 10-second pod. <laughs> okay, I'm guessing someone's replied to my thing. Um, Mass Effect Legend Edition has been out for a few days. Let's have a look. General fixes. Fix the main issue where the launcher would crash or become unresponsive on Xbox Series X when using a wireless headset, which is interesting. Um, this can still happen if you enable disable a headset in the launcher. Improved iris shaders uh, for better interaction with light and ambient occlusions. Minor calibrations, fixes, improved terrain textures. Achievement tracking was one of them as well, yeah, wasn't it? Exactly, yeah. Oh, cool. Definitely. So, I mean, while we're here, shall we shall we take a moment just to sort of say that Mass Effect... I kind of mentioned it to set this up, yeah. Yeah, Mass Effect is very playable now. Yeah, it's, it's made the first game fun to play, whereas before playing it over the last couple of years, what it's been is a really compelling story with some hard work to do in between the story bits. Yeah. Mm. But it's uh, it's made it fun again. Like the, the weapon handling is, it's not the same as Mass Effect 2 and 3, but it is a fucking million times better than it was. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Also, the, the fact that you can now fast travel around the Citadel is very welcome well, and like, skipping skipping lift journeys yeah i, I used to I, I remember that the the opening sort of section in the um in the citadel would take me a couple of hours but i managed to bash through it in about 45 minutes um yeah and that probably was like scanning all the keepers and the i was going to say that was one of the things working undercover for csec and all that sort of stuff I was going to say that is one of the things that I, I remembered when you said, like, I remembered what to do and things like that. I remembered the location of all 20 keepers. <laughs> I just whizzed round, got them all, finished that quest, like, oh, done. <laughs> Can I say, yeah, 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 I know what you want here is, here is, got it. Yeah, so done, it's done. I've, I've cool. not played any of it. <laughs> I haven't had a chance. I'm going to play some it, this it, week. It, it, also, it looks so good. I mean, it's, it looks dated, hmm. but it looks 
far better mm. than it did. Like yeah. people, they the models used to look like they're made of like some sort of plastic polymer, didn't they? The the skin mm. shape was was dreadful, but they they look decent now. Mm. I think what they managed to do is what all good remasters sh should do. It's like Halo, uh, excuse me, Halo and uh, Combat Evolved Anniversary Edition basically reskinned it and gave it a new breath of life but it was mm. fundamentally the same game and actually it it's it's how i remember halo looking that's just yeah. the fact that actually yeah. when you when you turn off when you turn it off and go back to the old graphics you're like i don't remember it looking uh, like oh this like, what the hell is this like i, I choose mean, to remember through rose tinted glasses yes. exactly go back to go, go to mass spec legendary edition and play that a, a little bit today yeah. uh it was just like oh this is how i remember it you know commander shepherd looks like commander shepherd rather than just a sort of rubber sex doll <laughs> you know? it's very cool man i'm looking forward to seeing what happens the normandy looks amazing as well though when when i saw that in some of the cutscenes, i just thought wow Mm. like they've yeah. they properly redone this like this this does look amazing and it's stuff like there's no texture pop in mm. loading screens take a fraction of a second as opposed to go and make a cup of tea like it used to be mm. it's uh yeah it's, it's nice to uh, it's nice to uh, sort of make links with some of those well-loved characters like meeting tally for the first time meeting rex for the first time garris for the first time when garris was a hothead before he becomes you know the coolest person ever Sexy um, in Garrus. Yeah, you know, it's it's just nice, man. It feels like putting on a pair of radiator pants in the morning. You know, oh. it's like ah, oh, yes, <laughs> you know, oh, so good, amazing. Um, Jack reckons you always had fast travel cars in the Citadel. Yeah, you did. I didn't. I didn't want to upset you, but you've always mm. been able to fast travel around the Citadel. Yeah. I mean, to be fair though, it feels. I mean, the point is, it feels fast though now. This yeah. one point about loading times is back then the loading times were so long that fast travel. I think really you would fast feel... travel, but it was actually debatable whether or not it was quicker to just walk. I mean, especially yeah. on the Xbox, yeah. But now, you know, playing on a half decent PC and, and and with all those beautiful graphics, the fact that you can literally fast travel and you're there, like you say, in a fraction of a second, brilliant. It is wonderful. I will say though, EA Origin can fucking do one. Oh, it's so awful. It's so bad, man. Do you still have to play it through EA Origin? Yeah. If you, buy it, all done Steam, EA Play on, if you um, buy it on Steam, Xbox, you yeah. still have to have EA Origin installed. So that Which it can run. updates every five minutes. And it's got those fucking annoying, chirpy, quirky error messages. Mm. You don't like any kind of whimsy, don't, do you, when it comes it, to it, like... In its type, so like yeah. I can't get any of the EA uh, Play games mm. on Game Pass the PC because I have an ancient EA account in an email address from 30 years ago that I have no way of accessing, which is the one they've got on file for me. So it, it cannot connect my current Xbox ID to what it thinks is my EA ID. Okay. And it just keeps coming up with stuff like, oops, looks like something's gone wrong. Why not go back and try again? No. Why not tell me something fucking useful? <laughs> Joel was really strange. I got the error message where it said something like, like a superhero with an alternate identity. Uh, I, you know, it says something like, um, yeah, you can't. This won't run unless uh, Origin can't run unless EA Desktop is 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 not running. And I'm like, it's not running. 
like, yeah, I had uh, to uninstall EA Desktop, which I wasn't did, working did, anyway. I did exactly. Otherwise, that. it wouldn't let me run. And it's not even that's not even the software you're trying to run. What won't run is the annoying little thing that you don't even want to be running anyway. Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, Dan says, this, "Oh, this is just a little thing to monitor you and track you and serve you loads of ads." <laughs> but it's really important that that can run before your game that you paid for can run. Yeah. Dan says, I had issues with getting Mass Effect to run properly, and part of the problem is definitely having to run Origin. Mm. So, yeah. um, and Paul yeah. asks, are, the elevator, are there still elevator loading screens? Yes. Robert, you can skip them. Not awesome. So as soon as the next, level, next area has loaded, you get yeah. a little press A to skip thing. So you can sit in there and listen to the chat and the bounce and the news announcements and the music. But normally after like four or five seconds... You can skip it if you want to. Nice. A lot of people have actually said in uh, PC Gamer actually said in their review, it would have been nice had they put the conversations that you get into in lifts with party members. It would have been nicer had you been able to listen to those while you were running around rather than having to always go into the lift because actually they do provide useful character building and some people yeah. are just going to skip. Yeah, some of them are pretty good. Might might have been quite tricky to implement. Mm. Yeah, but, point. Yeah, good point. You, so you you do have the option of sitting there listening to them. So you can just wait until the conversation's finished and then hit mm. A to skip. That's true. Uh, okay, title news. Um, Attack the Block Two. We're they're they're currently working on Attack the Block Two, starring John Boyega and Joe Cornish will be directing. I fucking love Attack the Block. For starters. So Joe Cornish is writing and directing. Yeah. Naira yeah. Park is producing yeah. and John Boyega is starring and also producing because he's a fucking because he can. Star now. Yeah, exactly. He's a superstar, so he can do that. Uh, but I mean, you know, this I'm I'm very, very excited about this. The first one was brilliant. It it really was brilliant. Absolute yeah. perfect little cult mm. movie. But so well done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really like made the most of its budget in a really interesting way like the monsters you you don't see them because they're literally black silhouettes for the most yeah. part but they're With, still you see so teeth well done. that's about it generally yeah like yeah. mint green glowy teeth yeah um i love like most of the characters in that as well like they are they're cheesy they're corny some of them but they are genuinely funny as well uh, I, I, I really, really love Attack the Block. I don't know what they're going to do with Attack the Block 2 then. There's no sort of hint of plot announcements yet, but I mean, I'm guessing it's going to be some sort of alien invasion thing. I yeah. doubt it's going to be like a gritty kitchen sink drama. Well, what if this one's like vampires or something like that? Yeah, I mean, could be. That'd be fun. I'd watch that. Have you seen Attack the Block, Tom? That man, it's great. Highly recommend it. Oh, hang on, I'm on a podcast. No, no, I haven't. There's no point shaking my head, is there, on a podcast that might be listened to? It's a good point. Um, Yeah, yeah, there's not actually that much to talk about other than the fact that it's actually happening, which is exciting. John Boyega's involved. Oh, that that is... like He didn't big-time them with this. The fact that they've got John Boyega back to do it. But then, obviously, like that is the film that launched his career, basically. So he's obviously got a soft spot for it. He's so good in it as well. Yeah. Genuinely likeable, like, hero in it. Yeah. or anti-hero I suppose really isn't he but he's not his national hero so yeah <laughs> Jack says it's really a new Critters sequel <laughs> <laughs> same thing you know same same universe It's it, there's so much it, if someone had said this is an Edgar Wright film I'd probably believe them as well like there is there is a hint of that like it's definitely a Joe Cornish film but it's 
yeah. it's definitely got an they're, they're all yeah. they're all mates aren't they yeah exactly yeah so they're obviously similar big, sense of big influence yeah. on each other yeah love it so i might re-watch attack the block to get myself prepared for this but yeah yeah so re- genuinely do recommend attack the block it is an absolutely excellent little standalone monster movie it's great one of those films that you know is good because everyone in it went on to do bigger things after that except for nick frost who was kind of the the guy that was still quite big in it but then it's got um it's got jodie whittaker in it Jody as well, isn't it? It? Yeah. yeah yeah it's just great really well well worth a watch um i can't remember the 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 guy's song that he wrote but it was i remember it being genuinely hilarious i can't i need to i need to think i need to re-watch it but yeah yeah go watch that i think that's all the news when news just, out yeah good timing what else is that? Oh, there's a uh, a trailer up for the US remake of this country. Oh, really? Yeah, which looks it looks very good. It's called Welcome to Flatch. Oh, really? Yeah, I might have to give that a watch. I've been rewatching Parks and Recreation. By the way, it's got a bunch of Parks and Rec people making it. Oh, really? Makes and sense. And Sean William Scott's in it. Oh That's man, now fun. I'm in. You know I love Sean Williams. Look, look up the trailer. It it looks good, and it, it's got the same sort of sensibility as this country. Sean William Scott is my guilty pleasure actor. Like I will fucking watch anything with Sean William Scott in. I love him. Yeah, he's, he's so likable. Yeah, he really is, isn't he? Except in all those nineties um, teen comedies, which are oh, basically anything apart from being Stifler. Yeah, yeah. Because Stifler goes from being like a prick to. A genuine psychopath yeah of course of those movies yeah and like road trip was a film i used to really like but now looking back at it i think it might be quite problematic it's very problematic yeah did you see the guy who put the video up of uh him him with his his girlfriend sitting down and going right let's watch this 90s film i, I loved it and it just goes through all this list of things going let's cut a hole in the uh in the uh the girl's bathroom and stick our dicks through it and uh, the whole thing, cause, oh, well, it was different at the time. And it gets to the end, and there's like a Blink-182 style song called And That's Why Women Should Earn Less, and stuff like that. It's, it's <laughs> right. genuinely really funny. It's, that, that, is, um, that sort of old sort of film is brilliantly pastiched by um, uh, Always Sunny, isn't it? Yeah. With, the, with the snow, yeah, exactly, like the yeah. ski school um, spoof, which is just genius. Have, yeah, have you seen the, um, the trailer for their TV series about Wrexham? as well uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds and because um, obviously Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney I can never get his McElhenney. name right McElhenney it's, well it's not though is it apparently like apparently that's pronouncing it wrong I don't know it's one of those names I've only ever seen written down mm. thinking about it so yeah I don't actually know how you properly pronounce it um, yeah so apparently they, they've done a TV series about Wrexham to celebrate the fact that they bought Wrexham yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so we um, should yeah that's so, the so it's the, the trailer for it is hilarious they've got those two are plus uh, a Welsh-speaking woman, and she just takes the piss out of them the whole time. The whole time, okay. Like, did she just say Philadelphia? I didn't say Philadelphia. How do you say Philadelphia well, in Welsh? Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's very funny. It's well worth a watch. One of the hardest to pronounce names, I mm. guess, is probably from the day, the day to day. Do you mm. remember Peter O'Hanra O'Hanrahan? <laughs> uh, we go now live to parliamentary correspondent Peter O'Hanra O'Hanrahan. <laughs> Still referenced in Alan Partridge's um, I Partridge. We need to talk about Alan autobiography, which is yeah. well worth a read. <laughs> oh, that I mean, that's that's why I've been 
keeping up to date with is uh, the next the latest series of this time with Alan Partridge, which yeah, super. If if anything is the second series is even better than uh, the first one, and I thought that was going to take some beating, but the last <laughs> the, the last three episodes have been superb, like really really funny. Has it got a moment as good as the? Uh, I still haven't watched any of it yet. The uh, the lookalike that they bring into the studio, which is one of my <laughs> favourite all-time Alan Partridge moments. What happened in the... Uh, yeah, the, if the there's a callback to um, Knowing Me, Knowing You with the ventriloquist guy with the... <laughs> yeah, with cheeky the Monkey. Cheeky yeah. Monkey. He comes back on and it's really hard to work out whether Cheeky Monkey is an actual extension of this guy's psyche or or whether it's just all, you know, bollocks for, yeah. for, for, for the it's act. A, it's just a, it's just, a, just a puppet. Yeah, just, just suitcases, though. He's back home. Yeah, you know, he says he says I've got a bin bag full of them at home. <laughs> Is Tim Key still in it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. He's awesome in this. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm, I'm go. I might watch some of it tonight before I go to bed. The thing, the thing that just keeps catching me off guard is at the end of like a, a walking presentation, like presenting bit of Alan, like when he's walking through the countryside or something mm. like that. It's the split second before it cuts to something else, like. In the latest episode, he slips. <laughs> you can see it's, him. It's so bad. It's, it's intentionally badly edited, isn't it? Like yeah, how, he's just yeah. walking yeah. along, and then he slips like that, and then it cuts to the next bit. And it's like it's one of those blink and you miss it kind of things. But when you see them, you're just like, like, and I know that's intentional. Yeah. That is that is genius. Like, yeah, I, yeah they, they really replicate the feel of something that's being edited live. Yeah, yeah. so good. That's uh, Paul says, Sharon Stone. Do you remember her? And he just goes, Fanny. <laughs> <laughs> oh so good paul says a day every time he kneels down as well you hear his knees go <laughs> yeah <laughs> can't believe i took a knee for this lynn <laughs> lynn lynn is bloody marvelous in the in these series she's like um she's she's almost like lady macbeth the way she appears yeah and like yeah so it's, she's she's great I, I i never thought lynn would sort of really extend as a character beyond the kind of I mean, she was really good. She was a three-dimensional character, really, and a lot of backstory that you get from her. You know, shoot from the hip, Lynn. Your new hip. Polymer carbide polymer, is it? <laughs> You'll pull, what am I saying? You'll be fine with the with the shorter living one. Yeah. Um, Paul says, "Day's day reference. My day is complete." Peter, you've lost the news. Yeah. Peter, you've lost the news. <laughs> and Jack says, uh, "Welcome to Jungle" was Sean William Scott's finest moment with The Rock. Uh, I've still never seen that. Uh, it's got The Rock, Christopher Walken, and Rosario Dawson in it. Bloody hell! Sounds good. Christopher uh, Walken. And maybe, maybe at some point when we're allowed in the same room together, Russ and you know, naked and stuff, we should we should watch Welcome to Jungle. Yep. Yep. And uh, the new Jumanji is really good. I've watched that. Also, yeah. we've got to watch before we can see Fast Nine. Obviously, mm. we have to rewatch the entire Fast and Furious oeuvre. Yeah, before we can watch the new one. I definitely need to watch Hobbs and Shaw again. I know it won't have anything to do with this film, but I, I by, need to watch it again. By the time you get round to actually doing this, I'll have hair that I'll be able to use as an excuse not to come and watch the Fast and Furious films because I'll be watching it. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Gotta... And Arnie's in it as well. A Welcome to the Jungle as well, obviously, as well as The Rock and all those other fine actors. Not Army Hammer, though. We've managed to avoid talking about him, which is probably a good thing, really. It's, yeah. it's not good. So, yeah. Cool. 
I'm done. Newsed. And there we go. We are completely newsed out. Thank you very much for listening. And thank you very much to everyone who commented as well on the live stream while we were going through. It's always great to have that kind of interaction. So I really, well, all of us really encourage that. Thank you very much. It makes it what it is. Um, if you want to interact with us on any of our social media feeds, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, just use the handle at TMTOH. Uh, you'll find us there. If you want to interact with us on Discord, go to the Instagram site at TMTOH and then go to our bio. You'll find the link to Discord where there's all sorts of chats and games going on about everything from PC gaming, hardware to tabletop gaming, various series, film news, etc., etc. All this, all the kind of stuff we talk about here, we talk about on Discord as well. Um, Dan is doing other podcasts as well. I don't know whether Dan wants to take 30 seconds just to tell us uh, what is coming yeah, up Yeah, we're going to do side. a podcast on Invincible this week. We mentioned it last week, but we didn't get a chance to. So that's being recorded soon. hasn't been recorded yet. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then after that, we're mm-hmm. going through our top five Keanu's. Oh, mm, Not very films, cool. top five Keanu characters. So our, our favourite, like, Keanu Reed franchises, basically. Johnny fucking Silverhands. Yeah, he can be in it. He's up there, definitely. Yeah. Oh, I put him in there. Johnny Silverhands, good character in twenty. After we've done Keanu, we're ranking the Fast and Furious films. If oh, you is guys, Neo? If you guys want is, in on that? Is Neo he's a no no in the Matrix as well? Isn't he? Hmm. Yeah. He's he's called John in most of his films. Yeah. Yeah. In the Matrix. That's, that's literally. Yeah. He's called. He's John Anderson, isn't he? No. Tom. Thomas. Thomas A. Anderson. Thomas Anderson. It's Paul Thomas Anderson. Anderson yeah. That's Thomas Anderson. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so I don't know whether you guys want to get involved in that. We're going to rank the Fast and Furious movies. Uh, yes. Okay. Cool. I, I know the answer. You don't need to bother doing it. Five. Yeah, Fast Five is the best one. Yeah, I agree. Well, and I then spoiled it a bit. The second best one. Yeah. Is the first one. Uh, the second best one's four. Uh, yeah, but except for how with how you're wrong. See, we'll do this in the Fast and Furious ranking podcast that we'll be doing. So yeah. The only difficulty of doing the Fast and Furious ranking is they do get very hard to tell apart later After on. five, same film, as far Just as I'm concerned. All the same film, except for Hobson yeah. Shaw, obviously. Actually, tell a light, number one's Hobson Shaw. No, number two's no. Hobson Shaw. Number five, what, whatever. This, we're going to do a whole podcast on this, so I'll shut up. Five is the best one. Yeah, five is it's the Brazilian job, isn't it? So. Yeah. So, everyone, look forward to that podcast when it hits our podcatchers. Uh, well, the podcatchers or our accounts are all on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. You'll be able to find us a lot of times. In actual fact, if you Google Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast or TMTOH podcast, it's very surprising how many podcatchers actually pick us up. There are a fuck ton that we seem to be listed on at the moment, which is great. Just spread Most of them just scrape the, uh, the iTunes database. Hmm. Absolutely. But scrape away, that's what I say. It's been your motto for many lay years. Lay by the bay, eat some hay. I just may. So, with no further ado, we're going to say goodbye to Russ. Later. Goodbye to Dan. You might have seen me what doing what looks like I was picking my nose, but I was literally just scratching the end of it. <laughs> Fair now, now you've just told everyone on the audio version of the podcast that you've been picking your nose. I wasn't well. picking my nose. I was saying I wasn't picking my nose. I didn't pick my nose, Russ. No. And it's goodbye from me, Tom. Bye, Tom. And on that note, thank you, music.